how to progressively overload. So whether you're a male or female listening to this, you absolutely need to continue listening because for in the gym or any kind of resistance training or running, whatever it may be, and progressive overload is absolute paramount and the most important thing in terms of your training and your progress. So um, it's important for both male and females because the goals are essentially the same. It's just different kind of areas as such or um, kind of ones obviously building, ones losing, whatever it may be. But without progressive overload, nothing happens. Like absolutely nothing will happen <laughs> because your body doesn't need anything to happen. And I'll explain what progressive overload is in a minute. But Basically, um, progressive overload is doing more than you did previously, putting more stress through your body than you have done before. Um, and basically, that's going to obviously force your body to adapt and grow. It's giving it a reason to adapt. So whether that's obviously resistance training, um, doing more weight than you did last week for one set, or doing more reps or whatever it is, or if it's running, you're running further, or you're running that 5K faster, that's progressive overload. Okay, So it's doing something better, basically, in terms of um, performance. Um, which obviously gives your body a reason to adapt. So upon recording this podcast, all the gyms are closed <coughs> with obviously COVID-19, but I'm going to base this podcast on if the gyms were open because obviously most people are going to listen to this down the line are obviously going to have the gyms open and it's going to be more relatable. And if the gyms aren't open, you can still obviously implement some of this and then carry it into when the gyms do open. So for obviously male or females, both should strive for progressive overloads, whether you're the best athlete in the world or an absolute gym beginner. So every single athlete or every single person in in the world that's training should be striving for progressive overload because that's the driving factor behind performance, behind the way you look, behind the way you perform, etc, etc. So there's many ways to do this, especially in athletes, which is obviously my key uh, key area of expertise as such, um, from obviously my degree, but obviously I do most of my work with kind of the general public. Um, so with athlete stuff, there's a lot more stuff you can do. There's hundreds of things. I'm not going to go into any of that. We're going to focus on three things and three things only. That's all you need to know, um, which is obviously going to benefit you. So... If we look at the muscle building mechanisms, and females listening to this are probably panicking, be like, oh, muscle building, it's like, um, so whether you're a guy looking to put on loads of muscle, or a female looking to grow their glutes, the mechanisms and procedures behind it are exactly the same. Firstly, obviously females don't produce the correct hormones to put on loads of muscle, and if you see a female with loads of muscle, chances are she's injecting steroids into the side of her glute, but that's a story for another day as well. But yeah, so don't worry about that. So anyway, to build your glutes, for example, you need to be built. Is, is muscle that you're building essentially? So we need to look at the muscle building mechanisms. <coughs> the two mechanisms which I banged on uh, banged on about for long enough are mechanical tension and metabolic fatigue. So what we need to be doing to progressively overload is increasing the mechanical tension and or increasing the metabolic fatigue. Um, what this does is it results in increased muscle damage because that's what happens when you resistance train or when you run or whatever. Um, you essentially damage your muscles and this signals the body to adapt and repair the trauma that's happened because it is damage, it is trauma to your muscle. It's basically micro tears and that basically signals your body like shit, something's not good here. We need to adapt and obviously um, rebuild this and obviously the more mechanical tension you can create or the more metabolic fatigue is obviously going to result in the better adaptations. Now, obviously, for running and stuff, you're not looking at mechanical tension and metabolic fatigue. This is solely for um, resistance training. So, the three areas we're going to look at is increased load, so i.e. the weight that you're lifting. 
So that's the first one. So obviously the, the more load or more weight you put on a bar, for example, in a, in a deadlift, which basically means the more tension that your body's gonna have, um, your muscles are gonna, muscle fibers are gonna be under when it's lifting it, because obviously there's so much more um, load going through that muscle. So that's kind of an obvious one. Um, the second one is increased reps. So with obviously increased reps, that kind of goes towards metabolic fatigue because metabolic fatigue is basically going close to failure. So when there's an accumulation of massive accumulation of fatigue through that muscle, which obviously damages the muscle and signals for adaptation down the line as well. And the third, so the first one's increased weight, the second one's increased reps, which are two obvious ones. And the third one is basically increased time under tension. So if you think if you did 10 squats, okay, just like with 20, 30, 40, whatever kilos, um, and it took you 20 seconds to do that. That means your muscle is essentially under tension for 20 seconds, and depending on what part of the squat you're on will obviously depend on where, where it's under more tension, basically. Um, but if you slow down that reps, and let's say it took you 40 seconds to, to, to do the reps, then you're obviously gonna be creating basically twice as much tension, which basically signals for more adaptation because there's gonna be more muscle damage because every single set that muscle's under so much more tension than it obviously usually is. So that's another way to um, obviously implement progressive overload. That's the only three ways I'm gonna tell you. So increasing the weight, um, increasing the reps, and increasing the time under tension. However, luckily we're on True Coach and we've got your training program, etc. But you, when you go into the gym, you have your, your program there, so you know exactly what you're doing, so you're going in with purpose now. Um, you need to be thinking about and focusing um, that on True Coach, so basically every time you go into the gym, you know what you're doing, but you need to go in with that, that basically mindset of, okay, I'm looking to progressively overload this session, and it doesn't have to be much of an overload, so we'll kind of go into that now. So obviously on True Coach, hopefully you'll know by now, or you will get to know, you can click exercise history, so whatever exercise you're on, say you're on back squat, if you click exercise history, it's going to show you every single time you've done that and what weight you've lifted. And obviously you can look at last week's one or the weeks before and base it off that and be like, okay, I did 40 kilos times 10 last week for three sets, I'm going to do two sets at 40 kilos for 10 reps, and the last set I'm going to try and go up to 45 kilos just to overload it that a little bit more. So my last set's going to be my top set, and that's obviously my progressive overload because I'm increasing the weight. Or you can go, you know what, I'm not going to increase the weight at all. I'm going to slow down the reps massively on the last set to make it really hard. So I'm going to create a lot more time under tension. On True Coach, you'll notice um, you've got um, rep ranges I've designated you to work within for each exercise. So it might say back squat 8 to 10 reps, which basically means obviously 8 reps being the minimum and 10 being the most. So if you can do more than 10 reps and um, the weight's basically too light and you need to put it up from there. So that takes one of the overload mechanisms away, which means the only mechanisms to overload now are going to be obviously weight and time under tension. Um, you don't have to increase on every set, um, even just one set, so just like I um, explained there, um, you're 40 for 10 for three sets, and then this next time you might do 40 for 10 reps for two sets, and then the last set go up the weight. Um, so it's just incremental overloads, <clears throat> um, small hinges kind of swing big doors as the saying goes, um, so little kind of progress over weeks makes massive progress over months. Um, yeah, so like I said, you need to be looking at exercise history to see what you did on the week previous and look to progress on that. Um, this will ensure that your training, basically the intensity of your training is optimal and that you are progressing because obviously you can keep an eye on what you're doing previously and that allows me monthly to kind of analyze and look at what you're doing and making sure that you're progressing and if you're not getting the results that you want, 
looking through your program being okay this is probably why or etc etc so that's why it's important that you're putting in the details into the um, exercise um, box so i can obviously monitor your, your progressive overload if you haven't listened to episode four on the podcasts um why we repeat exercises and um, that episode i suggest that you do um as they're related and very closely linked and it'll tie in very well but basically with your training from now on this point onwards obviously you've got your program so when you're going to the gym you've got a purpose you know what you're doing but that key thing that will be motivating you is being better than you were before so just that progressive overload every time you're going to the gym you're striving for progressive overload that is progressions that is where it's going to get you towards your goal so hopefully that's cleared things up and showed you the importance of progressive overload and it's the most important thing in terms of training that everyone needs to know about and um, because without that nothing happens no progression happens so every if you've progressed in the gym got stronger etc etc you've progressive overload somewhere so you've all implemented it somewhere but obviously we're going to tighten everything up and make it a lot more strict and basically monitor that a lot more than, than usual